It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Thinking Crypto channel, your home for crypto news and interviews. Guys, what a big day for the market. I've got bullish news to share with you. Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, has turned bullish on Bitcoin. I want to share what he had to say. We also have Morgan Stanley, the Wall Street giant, buying more Bitcoin, uh, Grayscale's Bitcoin trusts. We have a president of the Federal Reserve, the guy who is famously interviewed on 60 Minutes saying they can print money to infinity. Well, he's tweeting about Bitcoin, guys. It's almost like there's a glitch in the matrix today. <laughs> you have Jamie Dimon, you have the Fed president talking about Bitcoin, turning positive on it. We have big news around Coinbase and the ability to use your paycheck to buy crypto. And also a exchange in Africa has raised significant amount of money. And we have the small business advocacy group putting pressure on the SEC for crypto regulations. We're going to break it all down. Before we do, please go ahead and hit the thumbs up button, leave a comment below and hit the subscribe subscribe button. If you're new here, it helps support the channel and it doesn't cost you anything. Guys, this video is brought to you by OKCoin Crypto Exchange, where you can buy, sell, and trade your favorite cryptocurrencies and you don't have to pay high fees. OKCoin charges low fees. You can also stake your crypto and keep 100% of the rewards. You don't have to pay any fees. In fact, OKCoin is the only exchange where you can buy and trade Miami coin. So be sure to sign up, link in the description. Now, as far as the prices in the crypto market, once again, not much happening. Uh, Bitcoin over $42,000, Ethereum at 29, just over 2,900, Cardano at $2.16, XRP at $0.93. So we're still in that waiting uh, holding pattern right now as the market bill support levels, right? As we talked about, we just got to be patient, let September wrap up. And then I think we're going to start seeing some breakout upwards. Now, are we going to have a massive bull run, bull run come October 1st? No, it's going to be a slow, steady growth. So just zoom out, when in doubt, zoom out, look macro level. Uh, if we look at the daily chart here for Bitcoin, as you can see, not much happening. We just got to let it play out, form it, the candles, build the support levels, and then we work our way up. Um, all right. Something that's interesting I wanted to share with you guys, Bethany Hamilton, who's a surfer. She was uh, pretty well known. Obviously, she was attacked by a shark. She got her arm bitten off and so forth. And she's now a one-armed surfer, right? And I just noticed this today. Uh, maybe this is all news, but it just shows how Bitcoin 
is seeping into the mainstream. Crypto is seeping into the mainstream and pop culture. She has 1.3 million followers. She has Bitcoin in her portfolio. She's tweeting about Bitcoin. I mean, just look at this. She's talking about, uh, she went through custom. She saw Bitcoin. Uh, she said the big, she tweeted today, the Bitcoin network is for everyone controlled by no one. Guys, it's just amazing to see these people who have nothing to do with crypto are now becoming advocates and, and talking about this. So uh, it, it, once again, and 1.3 million followers. And this is how a lot of people are going to get educated and get introduced to crypto, right? Especially when it's coming from someone they trust or they uh, they follow and they like a lot. So that's how these things will, will spread uh, through society and mainstream. All right, here's the big news. Bitcoin price could 10x in the next five years. This is what Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan Chase, had to say in a recent interview. Talk about capitulation, a complete 180. This man was calling Bitcoin a fraud, a scam. Uh, that he said he would fire any of his traders who touched this thing. And remember, this, those of you who were here in 2017, he made a big deal, right? He was like, this is a scam. You're going to lose your money, blah, blah, blah. And Obviously, we know the story <laughs> since then. JP Morgan has started giving banking services, financial services to exchanges like Coinbase and Gemini. They've launched a Bitcoin fund for their wealthy clients. Their analysts put out reports talking about Bitcoin. And we've talked about this, guys, that if JP Morgan, they don't offer crypto services, the, the clients are going to leave and go to a competitor or to a new fund or bank or whatever it may be, right? So... They have to capitulate. I think Jamie Dimon in his heart of hearts hates Bitcoin, but I think he wants to make money off of it. I think he's about making money. And we know their big time scam when he tried, when he was bashing Bitcoin, they were building JPM coin. So watch what they do, not what they say. Uh, but this is a, a bit of a change in the narrative, a softer tone. He's not calling it an outright fraud anymore. Uh, so in a new interview, JP Morgan CEO, Jamie Dimon, continued his history of criticism against Bitcoin, saying, I think if you borrow money to buy Bitcoin, you're a fool. Now, he's not saying you're a fool for investing in Bitcoin. He's saying if you borrow money to do it. So I don't know if that's a shot at Michael Saylor and some people who are doing that, but who knows, right? But I think there's a couple of things to peel away here. One, the script, the narrative is flipping. I think because these guys have accumulated and they probably have longs in now because they know the market's going to go up in Q4 into Q into Q1, Q2 of next year. So let me give it, give it the details. In a new interview with the Times of India, JP Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon continued his history of criticism of Bitcoin, the billionaire CEO, has held an extremely dismissive stance on Bitcoin since the asset first emerged, largely choosing to ignore its long track record of stable operation, price appreciation, and demand uh, from his own customers. Notably, uh, in an interview, Diamond declared, I don't really care about Bitcoin and went on to describe just how little he knows about it. Uh, I don't know if it's an asset. I don't know if it's a foreign exchange. I don't know if it's a currency, Diamond said. He also suggested that regulation will constrain Bitcoin. But as to whether it eliminates it, I have no idea. And I personally don't care. I am not a buyer of Bitcoin. No. <laughs> I don't believe that for one second that this man doesn't know or understand Bitcoin. You would be the CEO of the, one of the largest banks in the world, if not the largest, and you don't know what Bitcoin does. Uh, 
and your company is now offering to your wealthy clients, that smells like bullshit to me. But it's smoke and mirrors. And I understand why he's doing it uh, because he's trying to fool the public and he doesn't want people buying into. He wants to scare them. He's like, hey, if I don't understand it, then you as the, the regular Joe and Jane should, I don't know how, if you understand it too, and maybe you should ignore it, right? That's the vibe and the narrative he's trying to set. But what's interesting, he did continue and said, that does not mean it can't go up 10 times in price in the next five years. So I think it's he's walking a, a rope, a tight rope here, right? Where it's like, okay, I need to play the smoke and mirrors game because if I endorse Bitcoin, <laughs> I think we all know what would happen to the price. And, and, uh, and he's probably trying to get ahead of some of his competitors as well. But he also needs to accommodate for uh, the other billionaires that are in the market and his clients that are asking for it, right? And billionaires like Paul Tudor Jones, Stanley Druckenmiller, Bill Miller, Ray Dalio, and so forth. So once again, uh, uh, it's not so much that what he's saying, but what is JP Morgan doing, right? Um, but this is nevertheless bullish. Even he has to bend the knee to Bitcoin and crypto. Um, now, guys, I tweeted about it today. Like, are we in the twilight zone? Is, is the matrix, is there a glitch in the matrix? Because Neil Kaskari, <laughs> who's the president of, uh, in his Twitter profile, he says here, the Minneapolis Fed. Look what he tweeted today. Something I've been meaning to ask. Why do Bitcoin enthusiasts have laser beams coming out of their eyes? Uh, Michael Saylor responded to that and he retweeted it which I found so interesting. This is the president of the Fed, guys. And the, I'm sure the people at the Fed know what the Bitcoin and crypto community have been saying about them and trashing them and, and talking about inflation and the money printer go burr and all kinds of stuff, all kinds of memes, right? But let me play a clip, guys. He, he's most family, famously known about this. Can you characterize everything that the Fed has done this past week as essentially flooding the system with money? Yes, exactly. And there's no end to your ability to do that. There is no end to our ability to do that. <laughs> See, this is why if you want to build wealth and, or at least maintain your wealth uh, uh, and uh, or level of status, you need to put your money in assets that appreciate over time. And crypto is one asset segment. You have stocks, you have gold and precious metals. Uh, because if you leave it in cash, it will get debased by the inflation because they are printing and printing and printing. Like this guy said, hey, we could print forever. And that is why, uh, for those of you who still struggle to understand Bitcoin as digital gold, this is why a lot of the big, big time investors, institutions and billionaires are buying Bitcoin. And uh, you know, a lot of people think, oh, Bitcoin competes with this. It doesn't compete with anything. It's, it's digital gold. If, if it were to compete with something, it's gold. Uh, but there are other altcoins that you know, people try to throw the narrative out there, but Bitcoin, uh, I see it as a store of value and there are other currencies that move money faster, better, are better for payments like XRP and so forth. But I mean, I don't, I, I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. Is, is this a sign of something to come? Because here's a tweet that just went out. I want to share it with you guys. Um, and I found it very interesting because here, the U.S. government should buy a strategic reserve of Bitcoin, U.S. Senate candidate. Hmm. Wow, wow, wow. 
This is interesting. And this is Blake Masters, by the way, uh, who's a, a Senate candidate. So I know how these things work with media and narratives. And you see this person saying something and then you see this guy tweeting something. Something is cooking up here. It wouldn't surprise me if Bitcoin is, once again, as digital gold becomes some sort of reserve uh, because we see other countries are going to be doing that, guys. So uh, we have to watch this and see how it plays out. That, that doesn't mean it's going to happen, but I, I see smoke here and where there's smoke, there's fire. I think something's coming. All right. Official Morgan Stanley doubled down on grayscale Bitcoin. The bank owns 58,000 shares up from 28,000 last quarter. So a lot of these firms can't hold Bitcoin directly on their balance sheet because the regulatory clarity is not there. That's why many of them are looking for ETFs. But in, in lieu of an ETF, they can go to grayscale. Um, and the fact that they're buying more, that is bullish, my friends. <laughs> they bought the dips. Remember, Grayscale has to fill those trusts with actual Bitcoin. So this is not like, you know, some Fugazi or, or like paper Bitcoin, so to speak. This, this, you're buying, uh, uh, you know, shares of that trust that holds a lot of physical Bitcoin, so to speak. So very, very bullish. Um, this article kind of covers it a bit more. Let me give you the details here. Crypto-focused bank Silvergate gained 6% as Morgan Stanley sees big update for shares. Uh, Morgan Stanley starts coverage with an overweight rating and a $158 price target. Um, shares of crypto-focused Silvergate Capital Corp rose about 6% after Morgan Stanley. So, so they, they, Silvergate obviously is a cryptocurrency uh, banking financial conglomerate and so forth. So Morgan Stanley... Uh, is looking and, and bullish on Silvergate as well, in addition to buying the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, guys. Uh, I think that's bullish uh, because it's it's they're buying it up. They're seeing you know the the the, the focus or the value, uh, expecting it to rise. So that's pretty cool. All right, check this out. We know the SEC and Gensler um, are doing some BS, and obviously with the Ripple XRP lawsuit, they're going after Coinbase and so forth. And we're seeing pressure coming from all sides against the SEC. So look at this. Small Business Advocacy Group recommends U.S. Congress clarify the status of digital assets. Here's a quote. We encourage market participants looking to determine whether a digital asset is a security to seek the advice of Securities Council and engage with fin FinHub staff, said the SEC. Uh, yeah, whatever. No one wants to go see the SEC because they're at a mafia. They, they just want to gather information, then they shake you down, right? Uh, so in a Monday announcement, the SEC's Office of the Advocate of, for Small Business Capital Formation reported on recommendations from the commission's 40th annual small business forum held in May. Participants at the forum, including all five um, Let's see, commissioners, 14 members of SEC staff, 12 business, uh, small business advocates, 11 uh, guest speakers, and 610 participants from the U.S. public recommended that the U.S. Congress clarify the status of digital assets to make clear when it is a security. So I like this um, because the Congress, I've been saying it nonstop. Those of you who have been a sub subscribers to my channel, I've been talking about Congress will have to step in here, I think, because Gensler is out of control. He wants more power. And I think um, Congress will, will have to step in here to fix this. And, and they have to pass some of these bills, like the Token Taxonomy Act or the, the U.S. Securities Act and so forth. So 
more pressure in the SEC, more people advocating for clarity, which is good. Now, check this out, guys. This is so interesting. Coinbase to allow U.S. users to deposit paychecks directly in crypto. The massive crypto exchange will enable its U.S. customers to deposit all or part of their paychecks in crypto or dollars without a fee. Wow, guys. I, I don't know who would necessarily do this. Some people would. Would I do it? Uh, probably not. I, I, I want to be strategic about you know certain things, but this is a big on-ramp they're setting up here. And, and you know, game theory and Metcalf's law are going to play out and other exchanges are going to follow suit. But uh, I think we're just seeing just once again, the infrastructure being set up for more money to enter into the crypto market, which I am bullish up on. And, you know, I always like to remind you guys, crypto is global. It is borderless. You, you can be in any country as long as you have internet access. You can put as little as 50 bucks in Bitcoin or whatever asset or, or crypto asset, and you would be part of the asset class. There's never been anything like this before. And uh, there's huge opportunities where crypto can really help a lot of people who have not had access to banking or proper financial services or even investing. Um, and look at this, an African cryptocurrency exchange Yellow Card closes $15 million Series A. Africa has emerged as a bastion for cryptocurrency adoption. Venture capital is looking to capitalize on the growing trend. I wish I was an accredited investor and I had money because hell yeah, I would be investing in these companies. Guys, the many countries in Africa are, un, are untapped, they're untouched, right? Where you can go in there and a lot of people now have smartphones and really bring investing to them in financial services. And I think a lot of, like, like they said here, venture capital firms are looking to make these moves. So um, let me give you some more details. Uh, the fundraiser, which was described as the largest ever by any African cryptocurrency exchange, will enable Yellowcard to scale its operations across Africa and onboard new talent. The company announced Monday the Series A came roughly one year after Yellowcard successfully raised $1.5 million from various investors. The investment round was led by Valor Ventures, Third Price, and Castle Island Ventures, with additional participation from Square. Wow, that's Jack Dorsey right there. Blockchain.com Ventures, Coinbase Ventures, Polychain Capital, BlockFi, MoonPay, and others. Guys, this is going to be the greatest asset class ever. There's never been anything like this. And it's obviously as a result of the internet. And because of the internet, you build this layer two protocol blockchain and on running on blockchain is going to be a variety of stuff. And obviously finances, money is a big part of that. Uh, it's, it's just amazing. So there's significant returns that could be made here. Um, will it happen overnight? Of course not. And, and will we have to deal with market cycles and some early young market manipulation? Of course. But uh, the, the rewards, guys, the returns, I think a lot of people are going to be made wealthy. Um, and if not generational wealth, they're, they're going to get financial freedom by becoming rich, I think, um, in this bull market and bull markets to come. But it all depends on, you know, if they are taking the time to study market cycles and understand what's being built. Um, I still talk to people about crypto. Some are still like skeptics because and I, what I've been telling people now is like, hey, look, I, I know you're looking at Bitcoin. You're asking me questions and things like that. I recommend you spend at least 20 to 25 hours of your time reading and researching so you get it and it uh, comes from 
your conviction and your, you, you, you know, it's like, you get it. It's not like, okay, Tony told you to do this, or this person told you to do this. So you're just kind of blindly following that, but you get it. You understand how, what a disruptive technology blockchain and, and crypto is and, uh, and what's going to come guys. And, and it's just like the early nineties, if someone came and told you, Hey, there's this thing called the internet. You can invest in Google, Amazon, eBay, blah, blah, blah. And similar patterns here because you, you, you have the, the base layer, right? Which is the internet. And now you have the base layer, which is blockchain. And on top of the internet, there were different companies doing different things, different solutions and services. Likewise, on the blockchain, there are different crypto digital assets doing different things. So will there be uh, winners? Of course. Will there be a lot of losers? Yes. So that's where... Um, you, you want to do your research and you at least understand what is taking place here with this disruptive tech. All right, guys, what do you think about this news? What do you think about the Jamie Dimon news? Um, you know, I don't trust Jamie Dimon at all, uh, but I'm watching what JP Morgan's doing. And so let me know what you think. Leave your thoughts and comments below. Hit the thumbs up button, share this video, and I'll talk to you all later.